How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And Kurt Hunziker, the president of the St. Louis Battlehawks, joins us on the line live here at 1030. Kurt, good morning. Congratulations on another win. You're 3-1. and one. Pretty good start. Uh, Tom, thank you so much for having me. Yes, three and one and two and zero oh at home, and that was a really loud dome yesterday. I think it's going to be even louder for your next home game. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, you beat the Seattle Dragons seventeen to three. You had the lead in Seattle, a tough team. They had a pretty major injury happen uh, early in that game, but they gathered themselves and put a little comeback together, didn't they? It certainly did, and it really speaks to the parity of the league, uh, where last week D.C. rolled into Los Angeles undefeated, and Los Angeles hadn't won a game, and Los Angeles kind of took it to them. So you got to be ready every game, and that was something that Coach Hayes and the football staff really relayed to the guys, how, how well that they fought through it and uh, persevered yesterday. So you get the win. Will Hill, here he is again, makes the interception with about four minutes to go and really puts the game into the Battlehawks' hands, and they're able to finish it off 23-16 over Seattle. Jordan Tamu and the Battlehawks now 3-1 and one on the season. Next game at D.C. on Sunday. But reviewing your situation at the Dome, week one was loud. Was week two as loud, louder. Well, what was the crowd like yesterday? It was another really loud crowd and a great crowd. A lot of energy. It was a different type of energy. You, you had your the first day, the first comeback, uh, the first game back in St. Louis. And then yesterday, it was like we've been doing this forever. It was, the crowd was just, you know, here we're going to tailgate. We're going to roll in, get the rally towels. Like it, and it was all about the Battle Hawks and supporting the team and, you know, nailing every chant and, you know, celebrating Jordan and Will and everybody else who came out and get the guys feed off of the crowd. There's no question about that. So we're looking forward to hopefully sustaining that for the next game on March 21st. I'm looking forward to that against L.A., Los Angeles, we all know the significance there. That's a city that St. Louis, I think, will probably try to send a message let me ask you this. With the crowds as raucous as they've been, the lower bowl has been basically sold out. Are there any considerations at this point in opening the upper level? Yes, there absolutely are considerations. We started mapping out the process really after last week's game. And with the additional time, I think we'll be able to come to find uh, or come together and find a pretty cool solution to getting more fans to, into the dome and hopefully make the place even louder and more formidable for opponents coming to play the Battlehawks this season. For the LA game in particular, could it could it be done that quickly? 
Uh, yes, it can be done that quickly. We are aiming for the LA game. Um, you know, there's it, it's kind of <clears throat> how do you add the next layer to the house, so to speak. Now the foundation is set, and the foundation was really set by St. Louis, the community who came out and supported the team with great crowds these first two games. Uh, how do we now, as the team and the dome, look at the additional 300 level, the 400 lows, even the upper 400 level? and create an experience that still delivers that what we wanted to do beginning of the year. But now that we have uh, such great demand from the community, it, we, we absolutely have to look into uh, adding more sections, and at least for the Los Angeles game, and, and go from there. Staffing certainly is a major consideration, right, in terms of having the budget to pay everybody. No question, but yesterday we really, and, and this is a, a great testament to the partnership with the Dome, uh, we looked at everything from week one. We listened to fan feedback. We walked around. We saw the lines. And yesterday was a much different experience. I must have put in a good 30,000 steps running laps around the dome just to see the crowd. And a lot of people came up and said, hey, this is much more efficient. This is faster. We like this. So we can take that same model for the downstairs, given the number of people that were in the bowl, uh, and look at how many tickets we sell upstairs and proportionally deliver that same experience. So a lot of math, a lot of analytics, but we definitely want to bring a, a, a fun, the same fun experience fans have had the last two weeks uh, as we prepare for Los Angeles on the 21st of March. Are people recognizing you through the concourse, Kurt, as you uh, zip around there? I mean, you'd look official for sure. you got your blazer and your Battlehawks pin, but uh, you've gotten a lot of exposure here in the media. You've, and to your credit, you've made yourself available for sure. Well, it, it, I'm also recognizing the same people yep. that have come out to the happy hour events that have, uh, you know, on social media. And so it's just, it's just been as much of me saying, Hey, as it was like reciprocated. It, this is also the great part about building this team is we're not doing all the work. It's really the community co-authoring the story with us. So it's <clears throat> especially a couple of people we saw. Uh, early in the, early in our grassroots efforts, and, and one of them was the St. Louis Slam, who we uh, celebrated yesterday on the field, the women's professional football team here in St. Louis. They were at the very at the second happy hour event we had in Webster Groves, and a b- bunch of the players and the coach were like, "Look how far we've come!" <laughs> and it was literally like six months ago that we were together, and and now a packed house cheering them on, celebrating St. Louis. Yesterday was just a great day all the way around. It was absolutely that. Another great, sunny, spectacular day for all the tailgaters. Tailgate scene was pretty strong, wasn't it? Tailgate was very, very strong. And then what we also heard from a lot of fans was, hey, this is great. All all three St. Louis sports teams are playing today, and now we're two years away from the potential of all four uh, pro teams in St. Louis playing. And and then all three got the W yesterday. So to be, again, to be a part of the St. Louis sports community, however big or small that we are, just being a part of it is is something that we take great pride in because, again, we're all born and raised in St. Louis. We know how much sports brings people together in this community. And just seeing the tailgate, seeing the friends hanging out, seeing the families, I mean, it was just, and again, another beautiful, sunshiny day. Uh, can't ask for anything more. That's right. Kurt Hunziker, the president of the St. Louis Battlehawks, is with us. You know, Carolyn Kendall-Betts was up in that suite with the opener 
that you were kind enough to invite me to when we saw the proclamation from the mayor and uh, our Missouri State Rep, Nick Schroer, and uh, Oliver Luck and Jeffrey Pollock were there receiving that along with you. And I talked to Carolyn, and boy, I could see the wheels turning. She had a big smile on her face with that crowd rocking in there. It's it's pretty neat to see. It, it is absolutely the goosebumps that I get all the time. And, and yesterday outside in the tailgate, got the goosebumps again, walking around yesterday, goosebumps again, uh, seeing how the crowd uh, erupted when the marriage proposal was caught on the jumbotron yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. I mean, that's just St. Louis likes to have fun. And we hopefully are delivering a game experience, at least in the concourse and the stands and the entertainment that the fans enjoy and, the things that don't hit will fix and make it better. Uh, but we're always working on that, and we're just extraordinarily thankful. Coach Hayes and the team is just crushing it on the field. We have, we have a great team of guys who play hard, play fast, but they're just also, like, really good people. And it's awesome to hear the stories of guys going out in the community and talking about how St. Louis has already positively impacted them and that's what we're here for. Yeah, that's the other thing is that they, people are going to start to learn about them as human beings. You know, I was sitting there watching the first game and I thought, gosh, all these people are here. It's 28,000 plus rock in this place and they really don't know any of these players. <laughs> and they will. And once they, they develop, will. once they develop that bond, it will be even more emotional, I think. Well, and you're starting to hear it. I mean, yesterday, a big difference from yesterday and game one was every time – uh, Marquette and Taylor uh, punted or kicked a field goal. The boom and the bang, yeah, uh, came flying out of the crowd. I mean, and that was not like premeditated at all. That was just the fan base again talking amongst themselves at the tailgates and social media, and uh, that was noticeable. Yeah, it's been very grassroots in a lot of ways, but I will give you credit again for listening to the fans and responding. I mean, I had, last night I was just looking through Twitter and I saw. Somebody tweeted you and said, what did he say? Um, you know, hey, I, my grandson and I or my son and I didn't get towels at the turnstile. We were pretty disappointed. And you responded right back, hey, DM me. I'll, I'll send you a couple. You know, I mean, you're, yeah, okay. you're listening. Uh, well, and that's the way we have to. And that's the, really the only way that we believe that, that this could work, um, building a, a team from scratch. There was no playbook to do it and so the the front office and I were just like hey let's just do it the way that we want to do it and we would we would love to have that interaction and again I hate to keep going back to the same theme but it's a lot of fun engaging with the St. Louis community and, and listening to them and they're doing you know a good line share of the homework on building this brand and all we're doing is kind of curating thoughts and it's just been I mean, it's, uh, it's the most fun I've ever had professionally. And then to see everything now materialize and have two home games with just raucous, awesome crowds, couldn't ask for anything more. Well, it's good to see hard work pay off. We certainly appreciate these visits very much. We look forward to them throughout your XFL season. Next game, next Sunday at D.C., 2 p.m., and then we will wait anticipating the L.A. game on the 21st. By the way, I am... Uh, pretty sure that I'm going to come across the state and go to the Tampa game. I'm going to be in spring training. Why wouldn't I head over and go see the Battle Hawks if I can get there? No, very nice. Love to have you. Yeah, I may have to pop over there. Appreciate the time very much. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much, Tom. There's
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 